Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hey everybody, it's Yasmin. We seem to be back from our Mercury retrograde madness. As soon as I mentioned Mercury retrograde, everything went to pot and uh, I'm now speaking to you over my telephone instead of over the internet. Um, So before we go any further, what I wanted to do, before I tell you about the eclipse and Mercury retrograde, I actually wanted to also invite you to something, which is my masterclass that I'm giving away for everybody who buys a copy of my Moonology Diary 2021, which is coming out in sort of about, let's see, six weeks. If you pre-order the diary, you will get your free invitation to uh, my masterclass. And I wanted to give you three really good reasons, or I think they are, to pre-order my Moonology Diary 2021. Now, if you don't know about Moonology, let me just tell you, it's basically using the moon as a cosmic timer to create love and abundance in your life or anything else that you want for that matter. So three really good reasons to buy, pre-order my diary. Number one, it is a limited edition, okay, which has sold out every year so far. So if you pre-order it now, you won't miss out. So that's one really good reason to pre-order my diary. Sold out every time so far. Number two, when you pre-order it, as I said, you get free access to my exclusive Eclipse Secrets Masterclass being held live on the day of the new moon eclipse this month, which is June 21. And you get three other fabulous free bonuses as well, which is one is in like a dark moon video to help you release all the stuff you have to release. There's a Sanskrit chant and there's a new moon planner. And number three, the third really good reason to pre-order my Moonology Diary, if you would be so kind, is because it's a great diary. Honestly, it is. It's designed to help you stay in touch with the cosmic energies of 2021 and use them to help you navigate your way through in what, in all honesty, looks like it's going to be another really big year, okay? So if you want to um, find out more, let me give you the address to go to. You'll find out how to buy the diary and how to... Haste, you have to, you can't just buy the diary. It doesn't just come automatically if you buy the diary on Amazon or whatever. You have to go to this particular page and paste in your receipt number and then we'll send you all the details for how to get into the masterclass. So the address, if you're interested, is moonmessages.com forward slash June New Moon. Moonmessages.com forward slash June new moon. So I very much hope that I will see you on the masterclass in about uh, a week's time, at the end of this week. So what about this week? Let's talk about Mercury retrograde, which, you know, of course, 
we are well and truly now into the shadow period of Mercury retrograde. Um, and that's why basically I say the word Mercury, Mercury retrograde and the whole, as the whole internet crashes down around us. I mean, I just don't know what, what happened just then. Mercury will be going retrograde um, in three days' time. That's, uh, that'll be like on Thursday, I think. But we are, as I said, we're in the Mercury retrograde shadow period. Now, what that means is it's basically Mercury has already been over the degrees of the zodiac but it's now going to retrograde or reverse back over okay so um, the, the shadow period started a few weeks ago now and we'll already be starting to issues which are coming up now are probably going to be the issues that you're going to be dealing with when mercury retrograde starts in earnest um this week, okay? So I wanted to tell you that Mercury will be going retrograde in a water sign, okay? It'll be going retrograde in the sign of Cancer, aka Moonchild. Now, this is important for a couple of reasons, one of which is that there's a lot of action in that part of your chart, okay? Because we've got Mercury going backwards there, the sun is moving into the sign of Cancer, aka Moon Child, and then we're going to have the new moon eclipse in the sign of, of um, in the sign of Cancer, aka Moon Child. So, before I go into what Mercury retrograde in a water sign means, let me tell you where in your chart you have um, the sign of Cancer, aka Moon Child. So, if you want Aries or Aries rising. Let's call it Moonchild because it's a nicer name than Cancer, let's be honest. If you're Aries or Aries rising, and do listen to your rising sign if you know it, you have the sign of Moonchild, you have Moonchild in your fourth house, which is the part of your chart that's related to home and family. So you can expect some big developments on the home front or to do with family. If you're Taurus or Taurus rising, it's actually to do. Uh, it's actually going to be happening in your third house, which is all about communication, siblings, and neighbours, and also about short trips. So if you're Taurus rising, you might be one of the lucky people getting to do a few short trips uh, in the coming months. Um, maybe trips back to places you've been before, which would be nice. If you're Gemini or Gemini rising, then all the action that's coming up for you is in your second house, which is to do with cash, property, and possession. So you can expect development in those parts of your life. Now, if you are a moon child, a Cancerian, or if you have moon child rising, then this is basically your whole entire life is really going to be going off like a frog in a sock. Um, and hopefully in a really, really good way. We're going to get new moon eclipse in your sign, which basically means there are big, exciting things coming for you. And it's going to be a memorable year. Um, if you are Leo or Leo rising, it's taking place in your 12th house, which is the part of your chart that's all about spirituality. So you may be about to have a spiritual renaissance, something like that, or going back to an old spiritual practice you used to do some time ago. Virgo or Virgo rising, it's taking place in your 11th house, which is to do with friends. So there could be mix-up with friends, but there could also be a whole new group of friends you're going to be introduced to in the, in the coming near future. Um, and I'm thinking actually one thing that really applies here is if you've got a kid starting school or changing schools um, and you're going to be a school mum, that's going to be a big thing. Um, it's going to be a, a, like a big thing. The friendships that you make are going to be important. So if you're liberal or liberalizing, the new moon is taking place in your 10th house, which is your career zone. So big developments, excitement coming about career and also a chance to redo things where you've messed things up in uh, a part of your chart 
But to do with your career, but also just to do with what you're known for. So if you don't work, it can just be you getting more recognition out there in the world. If you are Scorpio or Scorpio rising, it's taking place in your ninth house, which is to do with study, travel, adventure, and the great cosmic quest. So again, um, a bit like uh, your opposite sign of Taurus, there could be trips away to somewhere that you've been before, maybe somewhere quite far away. So excuse me, maybe you'll be lucky enough to go on a long haul trip somewhere, which none of us have been able to do for a long time. Um, or going back to an old thing you used to study could be a really good thing to do. If you're Sagittarius or Sagittarius rising, it's to do with money. So um, could be a restart for you when it comes to money. Could be um, a chance to make some money if you haven't been able to make any money for a while. Could be getting money that was owed to you some time ago. And also it can be influencing your sex life. There could be a bit of a new start coming for you when it comes to your sex life. Um, now, okay, next is Capricorn. So if you're Capricorn or Capricorn rising, then listen up because this new moon is taking place in your love zone. So it's exciting and it's exciting for your work. It's exciting for, um, it's just exciting for you basically. Uh, you know, just expect some exciting things, some exciting developments in your love life if you're Capricorn or Capricorn rising. And you deserve it too because you've had such an intense time of it in the last few years if you're Aquarius or Aquarius rising then you're getting all these developments in your daily life so your whole daily life is going to be going off it's going to be exciting there's going to be tons happening and um, yeah so basically Aquarius or Aquarius rising you know get ready for some new routines your life's going to change or you might pick up some old routines that you used to do <laughs> well as we come out of lockdown of course you will everybody will but um, for you, it's going to be kind of like a bit life-changing somehow because there's so much action going on in this part of your chart. Um, and then if you are Pisces or Pisces rising, then um, this is all taking place for you in your fifth house, which is to do with um, creativity, children, your own or someone else's, and um, romance. So expect some excitement, some development, some surprises, and maybe some backtracking when it comes to kids, romance, and a creative project you're working on. So they're kind of like the hot spots in your chart at the moment. Um, so yeah, so there you go. That's a kind of an outline. Now let's look at what Mercury retrograde uh, in a water sign is all about. Um, and that's what I do. I think I can take calls because I can see one person waiting. Um, so if you would like to call in, the number to call, I'm just going to give the US number because I think if you're um, in the UK or Australia, you're going to be about as keen to spend 20 minutes on the phone as I was uh, <laughs> trying to call in because um, I know it, costs, it still costs an arm and a leg when you can't use WhatsApp or whatever. Um, so the number to call if you're in the States and you want to call in and I will look at your chart or I will read the cards for you, it's 816-251-3555, 816-251-3555. And uh, I'd just like to say um, I've managed to connect to the stack, which is great. And, uh, and I can see Joy on the line. So Joy, I will take your call in just a minute. But let's talk about um, what Mercury retrograde in a water sign is all about. And then we can kind of zero in on this a little bit more later and talk about um, Mercury retrograde in the sign of cancer. But let's just, let's just look at the water sign issue at the moment because that's kind of the big picture. So probably the number one thing to do when Mercury is retrograde in a water sign, which includes Cancer slash Moonchild, Scorpio or Pisces, you need to follow your instincts when Mercury is retrograde in a water sign. This is a time to listen to that small voice within. 
especially if your intuition starts shouting at you. Okay, it isn't so much what's said to you that matters now as the way it's said. Okay, a smile in someone's eyes is worth much more than a smile on someone's face. <laughs> and I should say, I'm getting this information from my book, uh, the Mercury Retrograde book, which I uh, which came out last year. Also, have a time to revisit old emotions when Mercury is retrograde in a water sign because Mercury retrograde takes you back to the past, and water signs are all about emotions. So, there might be some purging of emotions, or it can be a soothing time where you get to kind of revisit your emotions and process them. This is a good time to slow down and hone in on your emotional reactions and ask yourself what you're feeling and why, okay? Because one thing in astrology, you know, we don't do spiritual bypassing. We try and work out what we're feeling and why. When Mercury's retrograde in the water sign, it's a really good time to access those feelings of why do I feel like this about that person or this situation or why am I doing this, you know? What are the emotions that I have? Why do I have an emotional charge about this? It's wise to be non-judgmental and kind to yourself and others more than ever. And it may help to realize that everybody is running on high emotions at the moment. Mercury retrograde affects everyone. And Mercury retrograde and water sign means we're all going to be running on high emotions. You might feel like stepping back and taking time out to gather your thoughts, okay? Because you're going to have all these feelings and then you're going to leave the thoughts. So now's a good time to kind of think, what is going on? How, how do I process all my thoughts? Now, getting some perspectives can help you see... Oh, I think you've just gone into a um, break. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hey, everybody. I'm back. I think I got cut off because I uh, I didn't know we were coming up to a break. Um, I was just blathering on. And uh, so let me go back to, I'm just going to finish off talking about what, uh, why it's a good time to be non-judgmental. And then I'm going to take some calls. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to take a call now. On a, I was going to say it because I'm logged in and I can see the calls. My internet connection is just playing havoc with this. I don't know what's going on. I've never used to have problems before and it's just been one thing after another lately. Okay, so let's keep going on Mercury Retrograde. Joy, I know you're there. I'm trying to get hold of you. If I can't get hold of you after I've finished um, going through this, I'm just going to draw you a card. So think about your question. Send your question out to the ethers, Joy. Um, and I can see that I've seen before there's other people on the line as well. Um, I will try and get to the calls, I promise. So, okay, more about Mercury retrograde in a water sign, which is happening this week, which is why we're having all this chaos as well, presumably. You might feel like stepping back and taking time out to gather your thoughts at this point. And I'm kind of feeling like that right now. <laughs> I would like to step back and gather my thoughts because this is quite um, challenging trying to do the show over the phone like this and kind of disappointing as well. So I'm sorry for anybody who's disappointed. Uh, especially if you're watching on Facebook and it suddenly disappears. Anyway, gaining some perspective can help us to see 
how we have been holding ourselves back, okay? So this is a time to really think, okay, I need some perspective here. I'm going to take some time. I'm going to step back. I'm going to see the big picture of what's going on, and then I can decide what I need to do. Another really good thing to do when Mercury is retrograde in a water sign, as it's going to be this week, is to analyze your dreams and your feelings, okay? So keep a journal next to your bedside table or do what I do and wake up and record a voice message to yourself um, because you have that sort of, I think it's called liminal, is it called liminal when you're between waking and sleeping, it's between the waking and sleep state, you have that state where you're kind of, it's said to be, you know, very, very creative state, great time to be doing manifesting, um, but if you, if you want to wake up and just kind of speak into a voice recorder if you can get yourself together, you know, enough to do that when you wake up from your dream, it's so fascinating to listen to it back. You're also likely to be much more intuitive and imaginative under Mercury retrograde this time around because it's taking place in a water sign. So all you need to do is recognize exactly how much more intuitive, sensitive and imaginative you are because you can use those skills. Okay, as I said, it's going to be more emotional and the thing to do is to tune into your emotions um, so that you can work through them. And an example that I'm gave in my Mercury retrograde book is a thing you can do um, excuse me to um, to deal with any kind of crazy emotions you've got is to use a beautiful goblet or chalice filled with filtered water okay so get yourself this is after Thursday after the 18th when Mercury goes retrograde okay get yourself a beautiful I mean if you've only got a glass a glass is fine too but it's always good to do a bit of ceremony around these things Grab yourself a beautiful goblet or chalice and speak any worries you have, either in life or about Mercury retrograde or about whatever you want. Speak it into the cup, okay? Because then your words, the vibrations of your words go into the cup and then pour the water away, preferably into the earth, okay? Preferably into the garden rather than, you know, down the sink, which again is just less less beautiful. All right, so, you know, it's a good time to be uh, alone in contemplation when Mercury's going backwards, so if we still have to be a bit at home, it's not going to be the end of the world. And it's a really good time to work through suppressed emotions so they don't fester and become toxic. Um, and also, just FYI, this Mercury retrograde cycle and indeed the eclipse um, is particularly good for anyone with their sun or rising sign in a water sign, so that's cancer slash moon child, um, Scorpio and Pisces, or an Earth sign, which is Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. All right, so that's about the size of that. Now let me see if I can get... Oh my gosh, I'm on the stack. So I wonder if I can get Joy on the phone. Are you there, Joy, on line one? Hello. Hello, it's a miracle. We must really speak to each other <laughs> because this internet thing has been a bit mental today. Oh, right. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> oh, my gosh. As soon as you say the words Mercury retrograde, everything just goes to hell in a handbasket. Mm. I'm, um, I'm just putting your details in. I've got your chart here. So were you born okay. in New York or are you in New York? Uh, I was born in New York. Uh, no, uh, New Hartford, oh. New York. What but I'm not there called? currently. I'm sorry? Oh, that's okay. What's it called? Is it, is it New York, New York you were born? No, no. Uh, New Hartford, New York. New Hartford. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that H-A-R-T-F-O-R-D? 
Yes. Okay. Is that like upstate New York or downstate you New York? You got it. Which upstate one is it? New York. One is it? Upstate. upstate. Yep. Is there a downstate New York or is there only an upstate? <laughs> I guess downstate would be all considered New York City. <laughs> but you, oh, upstate okay. is anything that isn't New York City. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you are. You learn something every day. All right. So I'm looking at your chart. And um, have you had your chart done before, Joy? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, well, let me tell you a bit about it then. So you are an Aries. Did you know that or did you think you were a Taurus? Uh, no, I knew I was an Aries. Okay, so you're an Aries. I'm on the now, cusp though, right? Yes, you're right on the cusp, but, you know, mm-hmm. Aries is Aries. People think, oh, mm-hmm. I'm on the cusp, I'm a bit of both. No, it doesn't work like that. You're one <laughs> or the other. So you are right. an Aries. In fact, you have three planets in Aries. You have the Sun... Um, Mercury and Mars all in the sign of Aries so you're quite an Aries um, <laughs> you have Venus in Taurus which is actually lovely because you've got all this sort of fiery Aries energy so you're probably quite you know speedy and fiery or impulsive or spontaneous <laughs> or you know, maybe an arguer um, and uh, but then you've got your kind of like lovely soft Venus in Taurus so you kind of have this other side to you but then the mm-hmm. other thing is you've actually got Four planets in Libra, which is like the harmonious relationship sign, opposite Aries. So Aries and Libra are opposites. So my mm-hmm. husband is Aries and my son is Libra. So I'm always like, oh my God, here goes the Aries and the Libra again. They're always, I mean, they get on really well and they love each other's bits. But, you know, one of them will say something, the other one will go, no, black is white. White is black. <laughs> you've actually got that in your chart. So you're a bit like, Sometimes with yourself, you'll be like, no, black is white and white is black. And, you know, just basically working against yourself sometimes. But it also oh, yes. has a really nice dimension of, um, you know, being able to kind of, you know, not be one-eyed. Like if you've got all your planets in one sign, then you can be a little bit, you know, just that sign. But you've at least mm-hmm. got a bit of both. So you might work against yourself and you seem to be agreeing there. But... You know, at the same time, you've got this nice balance in your chart. You've actually got your moon in Libra. So, in fact, you need balance. So, you know, try not to uh, try to find balance in your life whenever you can is all I'm going to say. There, there's that, really. And you're yeah. Aquarius rising, so you're unusual and quirky. So you've kind of <laughs> got a very interesting chart there, Joy. What do you do in life? Tell me. I'm curious now. Uh, um, actually, I, I'm a state worker. I work for the state. In, right. in, in healthcare. In healthcare. In healthcare. Right. Okay. Well, I'm sure people get a lot of help from you, um, and I'm sure you are in it for the long haul and doing a great job. So, thank you for being a healthcare worker. So, what would you like to know about your chart, Joy? Apart from all that stuff, what would you like to know about what's going on in the yes, world? Yes. Right so, um, I recently. Well, first, I want to say thank you because you are actually helping me to find balance, which is something I realize I really need because I've been doing the chanting with you, and I'm so gracious oh. for you. So thank you for that. Um, oh, but also, okay. I haven't seen you yes, on Zoom. Yeah. I have to look out for you. J O I is it? J O I, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll try and find you tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Um, but I also recently discovered that I have a bunch of planets that are retrograde. So in the spirit of retrograde, does that okay? What exactly does that mean, and does that have an, um, any impact on the reason why I'm having issues finding my life purpose? <laughs> Find finding your life. 
life per life purpose. Oh, okay, interesting. Okay, all right. So let's see. So you do have um, you have four planets retrograde. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, you've got five planets retrograde. Um, <laughs> but 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 they are all what we call uh, well, mostly they're what we call generational planets. So they're um, you've got Jupiter, Saturn. Um, Uranus, Neptune and Pluto all retrograde in your chart and I mean it does kind of have an effect I mean it might be you you know you're kind of I mean in a way it's a nice balance to the Aries energy because it's going to maybe stop you from going forward at a bazillion miles an hour but the mm-hmm. fact is that all those planets are retrograde a lot so it's not that unusual to have them all retrograde um, oh, okay. what would be more unusual would be if you had um Mercury, Venus, or Mars retrograde because they are mm-hmm. retrograde much more rarely. So okay. they're not a, they're not really they're definitely not a problem per se, um, and I, I wouldn't worry about them. Um, but in okay. terms of your life purpose, well, for one thing, being a healthcare worker does sound like a life purpose to me. Do you not feel like you're living your life purpose by working in healthcare? I mean, that's a really big kind of thing to be doing for the world to work in. To work in healthcare doesn't feel yeah. like it doesn't feel like the be all and end all. Well, you know, there's so many facets in healthcare right now. Currently, I'm not saying that I'm. Um, I want more. I guess is what I'm saying. You, you know, want more? I, I, oh, I, I, I feel I feel like I need more. Okay. I, I so enjoy helping people. Of, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So look, in terms of life purpose. You have, what we look at when we look at life purpose in the chart, one of the things anyway is the North Node. And you have mm-hmm. your North Node in your seventh house, which is relationships. So your life purpose could be either helping people with their relationships mm-hmm. or it could be the relationships that you have where you're helping people, like your partner or your kids or whatever. Um, you know, that could be your life purpose. But you mm-hmm. do have your North Node in Leo, which is kind of a showy sort of um, sign. Like Leo is like the king of the jungle and it's like the Hollywood movie star. So, you know, it may well be that working in healthcare isn't kind of flashy enough for you and you need something where you're going to get a little bit more centre of attention. Um, mm-hmm. You've also got Saturn, which is your uh, work planet, but also the karmic planet and can relate to your life purpose. In the sign of Libra, which again comes back to relationships, I mean, is there anything you can do with relationships, helping other people? I don't know, being a relationship counselor would that work for you? Or, I mean, ideally you'd be a, you'd do something like be a DJ and a, a radio announcer and have your own show helping people with their relationships. That would suit, or even better on TV, that would really suit you. <laughs> but I mean, that's quite far fetched. Is there anything mm-hmm. you can do as a starting point to uh, to um, help people in relationships? Can you move into that area in the healthcare working that you're doing now or does it interest you at all? Or, or, I don't know. Um, Do you have a partner who you can help become success, more successful? Tell me. <laughs> um, I guess I could. I mean, I um, have a degree and I have quite a bit of classes in social work. Um, of course, when I was younger, I kind of shied away from that thinking if I can't, 
figure myself out. How am I going to help somebody else? Um, but I do always Bye. seem to be the person that people come to when they need um, advice. So, I mean, I feel as if that's already happening. I just haven't been able to connect the dots and make it lucrative, if you will. Right. So tell mm -hmm. me, Joy, if you, if like a magical fairy appeared and said, mm -hmm. Joy, you can change your career, what do you want to do? What would be your immediate reaction? Uh, I would love to teach meditation to uh, people with emotional concerns. Or relationship upsets. Right. You do have a lot of relationship stuff in your chart. Okay, well, you have a very good chart to be a teacher. Okay, because we were talking about your planets in Libra. You've got four planets in Libra. You've got the Moon, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, all in the ninth house. They're all in Libra, and they're all in the ninth house on your chart, which is the um, part of your chart which is about teaching and study. Um, so you definitely, definitely, definitely have extremely good um, uh, astrological support to teach meditation um the other thing as well is that you could actually change people's lives because you've got um neptune making a which is the planet of meditation um in the 11th house which is the house of groups like groups of people mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. making a harmonious connection to pluto the planet that transforms in the ninth house so by teaching so you could you have got the astrological significators to transform large amounts of people's lives um uh through teaching meditation you you really do show your chart to any astrologer using whole sign mm -hmm. houses and they will agree with me so what's holding you back <laughs> um fear of failure i guess <laughs> oh fear of failure honestly i'll come give you a good spanking um, so don't be scared of failing. Like, go and have you done any courses where you've learned how to teach how to meditate? I have not taken any courses. However, I have been an avid meditator for five or six years now, and it saved my life. Right. So I'd like to yeah, share. That's the thing. <clears throat> yeah. So mm -hmm. basically, I mean, honestly, Joy, what I think is you're ringing me up now to get an affirmation that what you feel is right and what you feel is right. You definitely could do meditation. Now, what you would need to do is to start small. So you might start with three or four people on a weekend and then, you know, mm -hmm. get some traction because obviously if you've already, if you've got a full-time job, you don't want to just give that up and have no money coming in. Right. So I would, right. and I would be aiming for group meditations because of the configuration of your chart. So you might take, you know, one-on-one -on -one people as kind of a premium service, but overall I'd be offering group meditations and aiming to get as many people as you can. Um, and mm -hmm. let me just tell you, there's a guy in the UK called William Bloom, B-L-O-O-M. And I did a class with him about a year ago, which was astoundingly good. And it was basically okay. him teaching uh, people like me or you how to teach, how to take other people into meditation. So it's not a formal learn how to be a meditation teacher course, but it gives you a really good overview. Um, I'm mm -hmm. sure you can find a, you know, how to teach meditation course um, with someone else as well. But have a look into it. You have really good, really good um, style for it. I'm just going to take you a, take a card for you, okay? Thank oh. you. Interesting. So you've got the full moon in Aquarius. Show the world the real you. 
and you actually have the sun conjunct Venus, which makes you someone who's really good at working with other people. And I mean, it can even tend to people pleasing, so you want to kind of avoid that. But overall, it means you're, you know, you you like to help people out, and that's obviously a really good thing to have. Um, as a manager, you have the sign of the moon child rising. Um, so again, you kind of that kind of makes you come across as caring and lovely. So even though you're actually quite a devil may care person, your facade at least, the the face of you that people see first is this very caring person. Um, even though you're actually someone who wants to go off and have adventures, um, you don't necessarily come across as that, which is kind of an interesting dichotomy in your chart. And you have an Aries moon. So you actually need excitement and adventure. So, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, probably one of the issues you're having at the moment getting a job is, is due to the very nature of the world of what's going on at the moment with everything, you know, absolutely going completely mental and crazy because, um, you know, because of the coronavirus lockdown, basically. So, um, okay, so let me see. Where's, I mean, when is a good time regarding work i mean okay the eclipse this week is quite good for you because it's taking place in your first house so it kind of means you can come out of the shadows so maybe it's going to be literal because you've been stuck at home and of course it's quite hard to get a job when you're stuck at home um but also it can be a time where you're going to come out of the shadows and people are start going to start to see you put it like that um so this week I would say when the eclipse, so there's going to be, um, I just say to people, I've told them how to make new moon wishes this week. So let me quickly say that to you and to everybody else who's listening. Basically, at the time of the new moon, which is going to be on um, July 21, which I think is, when is it? Is it Thursday or Friday? Oh, gosh. June, June 21. Actually, it's Sunday, yes. June, sorry, June 21. It's actually this Sunday coming. Um so what you want to do is you want to sit down. I'll be doing a, um, I'll be doing my masterclass. Actually, come to the masterclass. Um, you just you have to buy a book. I'm afraid, <laughs> but you can come for free. Um, uh, so basically, you want to sit down. You want to tune into the energies, and then you want to start to think about what does the universe want to manifest through me, um, as well as what do I want to manifest. So. That's one thing I'm going to be doing at the Masterclass this week. Um, if I can persuade you to buy a copy of my Moonology Diary 2021, you get free access. It will be an hour and a half. I will be making wishes. I will be setting intentions. But if you if you can't make it, and I understand you may not want to buy a book because you haven't been in work, so, you know. Um, uh, actually, I'll give you free access if you want to come. Um, but... Um, Basically, you want to set some intentions around the time of the new moon about what you want and ask the universe to show you what it wants from you because, you know, you're saying, okay, I'm a really good manager. So ask the universe to show you where are my services needed? What can I do to help? You do have a really quite strong spiritual aspect in your chart. So even though you're saying, no, I don't really want to be a meditation teacher, maybe you could be coming at your work, your next work, that you get, the next job you get, come at it from a sort of a perspective of how can I help other people, um, you know, as a manager? What can I do that's going to be helpful to other people um, rather than, okay, how am I going to earn some money? That would be my sort of suggestion to you. Does that make any sense whatsoever? Yes, it does. Thank you. It, it does. I'm going to draw you a card. I'm going to draw you from the Crystal Angel card deck, which I... 
What have we got? Okay, you've got the sapphire. Um, easy does it. Your health, happiness and abundance require a gentle approach to life and work. So in fact, maybe this, you've got this downtime because you need time to kind of like recover from whatever's happened in the past and just so go easy on yourself. Will you do that, please, Darcy? Yes, thank you so much, Yasmin. Thank you, and I will buy your book. You're so welcome. Drop me, oh, that's sweet of you. Drop me a line. Well, I'll give you the address. If you want to buy the book, I'm not going to stop you. It's moonmessages.com forward slash June New Moon. Now, I have to go because the music's about to start playing and they're going to cut us off. So lots of love to everybody. Sorry about the shamongle at the start. Um, And I hope to see you on the Masterclass this week. Lots of love, everyone. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.